Damn you, Chase Legler. I just want to say one thing, too, to all of our fans and, and customers for, for all the support and love that you do show us. It, it means a lot. I, I think the too long didn't read version of what Luke just went on was that... our way to say that that we love you guys and we appreciate what everyone's going through and uh you know we're, we're all in this together we are all in this together and uh we're in this together today with uh one of my favorite people in the beer world and uh oh, look uh, how he feels about you Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no that's just pmp <laughs> Um, so those of you who are clued in to, to Cincy beer at all, probably recognize that angelic voice over there. <laughs> angelic. Uh, gnarly gnome, host of the Cincy Brute. <laughs> what does your wife say? Oh, you don't want to know. I, I, I will text you whatever she says tonight when I get home. Because I've been gone a long time today. <laughs> uh, gnarly gnome, host of Cincy Brewcast. Welcome back to the show, brother. Oh. Thank you guys very, very, very much. I love what you guys are doing here with this podcast, and I, w- I would be here every single week if I could. <laughs> Second I, appearance, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. At least. Yeah, well, so we've been on your show a couple of times, yeah. and you've, you've been, been up here a couple of times. I don't even know how many times you guys have been on my show, but three, four, four? Pro- I, that I sounds think, four sounds I think right. I've been on twice. Yeah, I've been on a yeah. few times. So I did the Mad Tree, or no, three technically, because I did the Oktoberfest show, the... Uh, the Mad Tree Vertical, and then oh, I hopped yeah. on, I hopped on <laughs> for the the, uh, the Giga the other day. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Mad Tree Vertical was funny because you and a couple other people were just like exchanging texts online, and, I, and you needed a beer, and I was like, I actually happen to have this in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but here it is. <laughs> you can have it. It was Thunder Snow, right? Wasn't yes, it, it was Thunder, thunder Snow. Thunder I think you guys needed a 2016 or something. I don't something know, like that. I don't know why. Evidently, we needed two beer. years, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> why were you holding on? To I don't know. <laughs> I have a weird seller. <laughs> That's how the entire thing came about. So, like a couple years ago, Raging Hop, Josh from March 1st, he. Um, I was talking to him about Thunder Snow, and I said, I've got this Thunder Snow I'm sitting on. I, I don't know what it's going to taste like. He's like, dude. He's like, I got Thunder Snow, too. He's <laughs> like, my, uh, you know, his, his fiance now it built him the, some kind of birthday cake thing. I don't know. It's a Pinterest thing. These girls do it. They wrap ribbon and stuff around. Around beer, cans? Around, around beer cans. cans. Yeah, it's like huh. around beer cans. And um, he had this, this Thunder Snow leftover from this, this cake can thing with, with Pinterest ribbons, whatever. He had it just sitting like in a cooler somewhere, and he's like, "I've just got the stuff that's been sitting around forever, and I don't know what to do with it." And I'm like, "Dude, we should do a vertical <laughs> <laughs> of a beer that you like probably typically wouldn't do a vertical of." And so <laughs> we did because it was fun at the time. Because I don't even think when Madry first started canning Thundersnow, they didn't have the lab setup they have now. They didn't have Thunderstow snatched away. Like, right. like uh, they didn't know what it was going to do if you if you sat on it for however many years it's been at this point. So it was fun to kind of be one of the first people to kind of really dive into that and see what what happens to this beer in cans thrown in a cellar like what is that 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 story that happens it's a great beer um, yeah it's Actually, one of my favorites i think it made Atri. it through like three moves for me which is ridiculous it's it's a Wait, great that can that you guys yeah. <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> that's pretty fantastic granted i've moved a lot in the last like eight <laughs> years but still it's like no it's just a very random can to just make it through well, it wasn't the only can but it was it definitely was a weird grouping of cans that kind of just like eh, i'll sit on these i'm not in no rush to drink them sure. whatever and then I saw their exchange on Twitter, and I was like, 
I have a thunder, thunder snow somewhere in the back I, there. I know my purpose, finally. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it all becomes clear. The sun shines down. Oh. So funny. <laughs> this so is funny. why I did this. Right. Well, similar similar to to the, I guess, randomness of that, of you being a part of that show. And then I know Danny was recently on to talk about Giga, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Yeah, I you got to keep all opinion. this on the rails because I've got a big old oh. giant glass of Oktoberfest <laughs> in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> we're really good at keeping things on the rails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things just, we're good at. I, Nobody so, has ever thought one of those is guys, keeping it on the rails. You guys right. haven't addressed that on the show you guys upgraded everything about what the show is. And there's like this whole new cool mixing board and shit. What are all the buttons? What are your sound effects? <laughs> so we have eight here. Uh-huh. Three of them are like our curated sound effects, like the intro, the outro, and then our music segment. And then we have like really bad corny, oh, like, here. yeah, like crickets. Like if you say a really Ooh. bad joke. Okay. All right. Okay. Our mission needs to. <laughs> <laughs> like how bad is that? It's like the studio laughter that you see on like sitcoms. It's, it's horrible. Great. But it's so great. It's, it's, right. like, it's like, I feel like I'm watching. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It came preloaded with those. That's pretty awesome. Gnarly, I, I, I don't even know. I don't I know what these are. They're just push Danny's them. buttons. I only know the three that we actually use, and then the other ones are like <laughs> news to me. Oh, like, come on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Our mission needs to be to, to try to be able to use one of those drops today. <laughs> I'll wait for you to tell a bad joke. And just go. <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm, I'm full of them. Mostly because that's the only button I'm like confident I know which one it is. <laughs> So, uh, the crickets is a good one. If we could remember, I think this is crickets. Oh, it is. Okay. So, so yeah, we, I guess we haven't really talked much about it. When we first, when we first brought in like a soundboard onto the brewcast, we uh, we we I, I threw a bunch of stuff on it, and me and Mike were playing around with it, and I hadn't really told him all the things that I put on there. And we were uh, we were at uh, Old Firehouse. And this was our first show that we had this soundboard. We could play the the intro and the outro live, and it, you didn't have to do it from a computer and click all kinds of crazy, stupid shit. Right. We were bad before that. And <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're at old firehouse, and and Adam is talking about how he just had this 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 his first time that he had to dump an entire batch of beer, and he was really sad about it. And oh. I I hit those trombones. <laughs> and, and, Insult to injury. And well, he didn't. He wasn't. He was oh. Really, but but Mike turned and he looked at me and he said, "Don't ever do that again on this show." <laughs> you didn't so have funny. the you didn't have the, the creative liberties no. at that time, right? No. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Hey, awesome. Danny, if you want to do that whenever you want, just drop it. In. I, I think it's like part of my gig here that I can. I have free reigns. You do. You, in fact, you can pretty much load whatever sounds you want. I feel like, on I, feel that. like I have so much power. <laughs> That, that's what it took, huh? Yeah, yeah. It took, it took getting the roadcaster for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but to your point, gnarly, it's uh, we when we we kind of had this this moment uh, uh, as a group that was what what is our podcast? What is Sonder Stories? Sure. What do we want it to be? Is it part of the Sonder brand? Is it is it something different? And it was. It, I remember Dan and I were kind of talking about it, and I was like, I think. I think I'm going to upgrade our equipment. I think this is part of our brand. It's who we are. We need to go all in. And from there, it's, it's been really fun. Like, the wheels kind of fell off in a positive way. It was like <laughs> just everything was 90 miles an hour. Wheels fall off. We're, like, trying to put it all back together, you know. And, and, and I, I talked to you specifically. I talked to a couple of other people about, you know, for, for people that I knew listen to this show and, and what does that mean. And so, you know, I, I hope our listeners are – are starting to see and, and get the feel of who we are and who this show is. Oh, yeah. And, and really, it's all about two things, right? And we talk about it all the time, but it's so simple. It's our beer, and it's, it's people. And it's not I've, – I've always said our people, right? It's, it's our people, but our people extend beyond the four walls of Sonder Brewing, right? Like, like Gnarly Gnome is our people, right? It's ever-evolving. It's, yeah. it's Sonder stories. And, and what that means can, can be something – completely different today than it was six months ago totally. or a year ago and like it, it what the stories of what this place what this is is not going to be the same in 10 years from what it is today like it's it's a constantly evolving thing and and and, and that's what this show kind of you know anybody who does a podcast understands that that progression and that kind of uh evolution of the show it, it, it is one thing when you launch it and it's exciting and it's fun and it's it's this and then six months later, you're like, man, we 
we need to quit doing that thing with our <laughs> iPhone where we just record. <laughs> and everybody leans in really close, and it becomes something else, and then it becomes something else, and like that's part of the story of what that is. And that, it's, it's the same with the. It's all it's all an evolution, yep. and we just kind of like hang on and kind of go with that flow and being part of that that the story of Sonder stories. If you want to get really geeky about it, is, sure. is, is, that's what makes podcasts fun. That's it why is. that's why we do this. That's why we every week, you know, when it pops up on the it's on the top of my list. Like to get to the top Thanks, of the brother. list, you know, that, that 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 that's a that's a that's a feat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you guys you guys are nailing it. You're you're bringing us in on this journey and this the story, not of just the beers and the people and the things that are happening, but the story of you guys to be part of that, you know, it's, that's, that's why beer is fun. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. What other, what other beer podcasts do you listen to? Beer podcasts. Uh, so I listen to have a drink show. Um, they're not just beer. I have to cheat and I have to look and see what I actually subscribe to. Cause I'm so far behind. Yeah. I get um, pretty far behind too. While, been, while you're looking, I'll talk a little bit. The thing that, I've really liked about this podcast. I guess we don't really like reflect on it a whole lot mm-hmm. on the podcast, but the thing that I enjoy is that, you know, not everyone that drinks a Sonder beer listens to this podcast, obviously, but we've built this like really awesome community of people that do listen every week and they get super excited when we drop a new one. They love the like, you know, cause we do drop some insights that, you know, a couple of days before it hits social media or before like it really hits like any of the news and stuff like that. So we've really just built this community of people who love the show. Hopefully that means they enjoy us, I'm assuming. Yeah, but mostly maybe. Chase, probably. Yeah, 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 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and it's just, it is a fun part of our brand. And investing in some equipment kind of, I think, put a little bit more pressure on us to, like, I agree. hey, we actually do need to sit down once a week and record this. You know, it wasn't, I don't want to call it an afterthought, but... You know, it was one of those things where it was like the first thing to go to the wayside. If we all did have a crazy week, man, we just we can't find an hour between us three and then more whoever we were bringing on. We we can find an hour to record a podcast, you know. But I think that we are putting a bit more of an emphasis on it. You should, and it's something that we enjoy doing, obviously. And now that we're kind of like at full strength, getting in a rhythm, um, Chase has a full team behind him. Justin and I do as well. It's something that we can sit down. We we build out time for it much better, which is good. You should. I, I think for me with the podcast, it 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 reached a different level for me mentally uh, during the shutdown. So during during the 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 taproom shutdown when we were forced to close down, you know, there was a time, you know, and I've talked about it on here. I've talked about it uh, in, in any setting where I've had the chance to. You know, there was a time when. On, on March 15th, when I went home that night after we were forced to close, that I didn't know what was going to happen. None of us knew what was going to happen, right? right? And, you know, I wallowed for a few hours, and my wife picked me up and was like, hey, all right, you've wallowed. Now get your crap together and we'll figure and, this shit yeah, out. Figure it out, right? <laughs> so what now what? You always say it, now do it. And, and during that time, what could have been a really dark time, it felt for me a lot like that podcast kind of kept this group together. It gave us an opportunity yeah. to reflect each week, to talk to our, our fans, so to speak, uh, our customers. You know, the, that I, I still remember very vividly, one of my favorite shows we've ever done was that, that engagement show with our guests where, that was really fun. where we had people uh, reach out to Danny and ask questions, and we had a lot of feedback from that. And, and that really showed me that people are engaging with us through this media. Mm-hmm. And, and that, for me, was kind of the, the light bulb that, okay, when we're back and we're humming and things are going, we need to really lean into this and, and to, to Danny's point, make time for it. I've, so, on a kind of a different tangent, but the same kind of idea. So, my podcast traffic has skyrocketed through all of this shutdown stuff. And that's I awesome. Really? When it, when it, yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's actually the opposite of the industry. Trend. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, was, I, I was trying to figure out why that was the case. Like why, why are so many people listening to the show now versus what they were doing before? I, I mean, it's not better. I mean, if anything, the sh- there's half the shows are from my basement, me like sobbing in the basement. I'm alone. Like, <laughs> it, 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 the show is not better now than it was before, but there's more people listening to it. I think it's because people want to connect with you guys, with, with breweries, with these people that like, it's like, man, I used to go and I used to sit at this tap room and I used to, you know, be across the bar from this person that, was pouring me beer and like that was that was my my connection for the week and that's gone now and like how do I 
how do I get that? How do I find that now? And it's, you get them on a show. You you do a podcast. You 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 get you talk to people. You talk honestly about what what's going on, like the the difficulties of 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 the shutdown and having to lay people off and having to you know scale this business down to something else and shift and uh, where's a do you have a bell button a pivot? That's one of those buzzwords. That, you know, thing doing. That Dude, would, um, we that, need a, a we ad. need an ad of just a pivot. I think I think we're all big buzzwords though. So like, if I have to ring a bell for every time we hit a buzzword, Who, we're screwed. But people just want to connect with with these people that they were connecting with before, and they're trying to they're just desperately to try to find a way to do that. And things like a podcast or a YouTube show or these things that people are doing to just connect are so 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 important and you guys you guys luckily uh through you know your 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 sheer dumb luck of enjoying this medium uh you know you were there and you had a podcast and people knew how to get to it and people knew how to find you and then there you were and people people could get to you yeah yeah, Sorry, th- I'm, thank I'm laughing you. at my really bad pour. Dude, this it's <laughs> it's really really bad. I was gonna do, I was gonna. Do you let... know how long it took me to get this beer? <laughs> are, are we hiring <laughs> bartenders? <laughs> <laughs> I make that joke because I pour a bad beer like at least once a week. It's like half in the tap room or for yourself? No, for myself. Yeah, yeah Just wanted like... to make that clear to all of our. <laughs> I'm not very efficient with the pitchers, but. <laughs> so all right, hit me with it. Give me uh, give me just like two other podcasts you listen to. Yeah, this is actually I good just knowledge. Put it away because I thought we had uh, moved on past that. So <laughs> I don't. Um, I, I've like tried to listen to a couple. I'm not going to throw any names out there, but I just like really haven't enjoyed a lot of beer podcasts. I don't yeah, either, and tough. that's a sad point. It's I tough. listen yeah. to a few like drinking podcasts. Okay, most of the podcasts that I listen to are like podcasting podcasts. <laughs> 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 I, I, I joke to my wife a lot of times, like she'll like you know. If I have like a a twenty minute window after the kids are asleep and I'm I've got a beer and I'm like I'm I'm gonna go sit down just for a minute and watch YouTube or something I'm not like like she'll watch like a, I don't know one of those CW shows or something where sure. it's like teenagers fighting pretending they're superheroes or something <laughs> and I like I don't watch shows like that I'm, yeah if I sit down and I'm watching something it's something trying to uh, teach me something about yeah. something else that I do be it photography or videography or podcasting or something. So I don't like get that. <laughs> There's no entertainment. Yeah. It's always trying to build towards something. That being said, um, I listened to Bruce Guy's Happy Hour okay. with with Brett from Urban Artifact, and uh, you know, uh, it's a good show. It's not as much into Urban Artifact as I want, but it's a good show. It's entertaining. Okay. Um, I listen to. Let's see. I'm looking for drinking things specifically. Ooh, I've been listening. <laughs> this is not drinking related. The Gladiator Way. Okay, with Nitro from American Gladiators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to quit on it. It's it's a little one sided, dude. American <laughs> Gladiators. Oh. It's just it's like one of those like self help kind of. You can do this. You oh, know? okay. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Uh, I listened to the John Taffer podcast. Ooh, Ooh. I, I love Shut Bar it down. Rescue. Yeah, yeah love Bar Rescue. It's actually a really good show. He you know okay. kind of digs into the industry a little bit and and I've never dipped into his podcast, but I love it's the show. Good. Same. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 drinking, drinking, drinking. There's a lot of podcasting shows. Um, it's so oh. funny. It's so funny to me that you listen to podcasts about podcasts. <laughs> that is very funny. It's, but it's always about trying to just everything I do is about building what I do. Yep. If that makes any, like I just, That's I pretty don't, rad. It, 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 no, it sucks. I love it. It's exhausting. <laughs> it, That's it, also it, fair. I, I cannot <laughs> relax. Like there is no, I mean, that's not fair because I do relax. Like this is fun. This is relaxing, but it's also, uh, I'm the gnome right now. Like this is, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. what, like this is every minute of what I do is about trying to figure out how to do what I do better or to do it differently or to grow something. And I, I, like I look at people like like my wife and I love my wife. If you're listening, she doesn't listen to the show. She's not subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> she should. She yeah. Yeah. How do we get Mrs. Gnome to I listen she, to this? We should have invited she, Mrs. Gnome instead. Actually, we should have. You're right. <laughs> I think she subscribed to one podcast, and that's mine. And I don't think she listens to it. I think to the point where it's stopped like downloading it onto her phone. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? Even she my wife. Be nice. I mean, even my uh, maybe now because it, 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 this isn't fully fair. Because she's been at home for seven months. Right, right, right. But now that she's back at work and commuting, uh, maybe she'll listen. Do you want her to listen? Because I don't want my wife to listen to my show. <laughs> it's 50 50. Because like, sometimes I'll say something. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I call my kids a terrorist. I shouldn't have done that. That's bad. I'm going to get in trouble when I get home. And then I get home and I'm like, hey, honey, how are you? 
Yeah, you didn't. And she's good. Listen I'm like, to oh, that, huh? thank God, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to the weekly pint every week. Okay. Um, because she I can listen s- to the weekly pint. That's on my. Can, uh, that's she can on put a little room. thing and it pops up on the TV, so she can mm. just listen to it while she's yeah. upstairs. And I'm downstairs. She could just put her ear against the door if she wanted to. I guess. But <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. It's, yeah, I, I just listen to a lot of podcasting shows. So, so you listen. That's what you're listening to. Yeah. Uh, what are you drinking right now? Right now, the second. Well, sure, or just in sure. general, in because general, it's about the same. Thing. In, ge- <laughs> in general, I know you're a big Oktoberfest guy. Oktoberfest. Yeah, well, we'll uh, you've got a leader of uh, of Sandra Oktoberfest in front of you, Sandra Oktoberfest. Which I have to say, you guys have made two mis- well, You made two mistakes. Yes, on I'm so I, here for this. Yes, I, me too. Come on, I Come recognize on. the one. It was a smart decision on your side of changing it just to Sandra Oktoberfest. Yeah, I don't like. I, <sighs> I, I do like that there are breweries that will just, this is Mount Carmel Amber, and that's what the yeah. beer is. You guys are about the story. You've got to come up with a new story for the beer. Yeah. It needs a story behind the name. Sonder Oktoberfest is boring, and yeah, okay. I know your other one, <laughs> but hit me with it. Come on. You tell me what my other one is. You, you think this should be in 16-ounce cans. It should be in 16-ounce cans. <laughs> <laughs> it should be 16-ounce six-packs, and I just want to drink this beer. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, so two things. Let's dive in on that, all right? So okay. uh, so first of all, um, thank you for the compliment. Uh, that I think it's a compliment. You'd rather it be in 16-ounce no, cans. You messed up. <laughs> well, well, uh, I think you want it in 16-ounce cans because you like it that much, right? I do much, like right? it. I like drinking okay. it. Uh, let's dive into the name piece. So, um, uh, what what we're referring to on this? Uh, let's just be transparent, Danny. You talk all the time that this podcast is an opportunity for uh, our listeners to kind of hear uh, peek under the tent, right? Um, so, last year, uh, it's no secret for those that that know Sonder, and we did a whole story on this beer. Yeah, uh, it was called Original Settlers. So, uh, what that referred to for those that that don't know. By the way, I would I would definitely recommend going back, go listen to that story because it tells a lot about the beer itself. It also tells a lot about where the origin of that name came from, which by the way is from my partner, one of our founders, Chase Legler, who's everyone's favorite podcast star. Uh, his family, the Legler I family, my background back to the uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Chase Chase Chase's family, the Leglers, were one of the f- original founding settling. Families, they were one of the original settlers of New Glarus, Wisconsin. Yeah, Um, and and one of Chase's favorite styles is Oktoberfest, and so this beer truly was an homage uh, to the Legler family. Yeah. However, all of that said, um, there's a lot of weirdness going on in the world right now, and um, we didn't want that to be misconstrued for anything other than what it was, and so. Uh, Danny, being our social media and our marketing guy, um, it was brought to his attention. Um, however, I remember vividly having a conversation with Danny and Danny going, look, I really don't want to deal with this on social media. I really don't want to do it. Because, because social media is a dark place sometimes. Yeah, no one wins, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of people that lose, unfortunately. And, y- you know, there is no ill will behind this name, obviously. Um, actually shout out to Wayne. He was the person that, you know, he was in accounts hearing about it. Uh, he spoke about it a little bit himself that, you know, on, hi- on the, on the podcast yeah. in which he was, kind of yeah. the guest. So the, he spoke about it a little bit that, you know, it, the name just on its own sounds a bit off and it's just, it, there's no ill will behind it. It's not, there's no ounce of, uh, bad blood behind it. It truly was an homage to Chase and his family, but the potential misconstrued view of the beer wasn't worth putting that name out. And it was the first time we were putting this beer in cans, so that gave us a little bit more leeway, in my opinion. We weren't redesigning a can label. This was only on draft last year. So we felt good about it. I would like to get more of a story behind it. And Yeah, I was going to say, all of that said, 
there will, it will be named something next year. There, yeah. there will be another name. It's like it's like the the Washington football team. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah this is where we are, right? Yeah. Like, they're moving forward as such. But that's not fair. That's not to compare original settlers and the story behind that name to the Washington Redskins is not a fair comparison. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I totally agree. What I'm saying is they didn't want to rush into a name for this season. Well, that's because the owners are racist. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I could be wrong, well, and I, and I don't know if there's a chance that somebody can yell at me for this, but I, I'm pretty sure he's a racist. We're only like a half a liter deep, man. What's that? The, uh, what I, uh, man, I don't know how do, to recover from do, that. Do you want to see my, my, uh, my background? So, so this is bad for radio because no one can see right now, but... But Gnarly's background on his phone is Chase on the roller coaster. Danny, you you got to see this. Did oh, you? I've seen it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like very similar to the screenshot that Wayne sent in the it Slack is. group it of is. like when I drank sounder beer. This is how excited <laughs> yeah. I am, and it's just Chase ge- uh, geeking yeah. out on the Giga coaster. Uh-huh. Uh, my point is, we're just not going to rush into a name for this year. It, it kind of got brought to our attention quickly, and it was like, all right. I get it. Let's hold off. I get it. I just hope that there are lots of conversations happening where people are trying to take that idea of what Original Settlers was and uh, make that into what this is and uh, and continue it on next year. Yeah, <laughs> for I, sure. I appreciate it, and I and I get it. I mean, this is going to be a seasonal. And 16-ounce cans. We need them. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely going to be a seasonal that we lean into every year, so uh, we definitely have to... Switch it up. We like, will, and we will figure that out. We'll have a loose conversation about sixteen ounce cans. No promises. Yeah. <laughs> I just need, I just need like two cases. That's all I need. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> just for me. So, uh, so this year, so in, and I think you remember last year we talked about it actually on your show in our field during our Oktoberfest festival. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. T's and P's. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so sad. Breaks um, my heart. Yeah. We talked about how this beer. Uh, isn't quite a full Martzen. It's not quite a fest beer. It's kind of in the middle. Um, the way that it has kind of netted out this year as it's evolved, it's closer to Martzen than fest beer for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I happen to love it. Um, so torn. Uh, I, I, I love me. it. Hit me. So I what l- do you mean? I love the beer. But when, uh, like, if you put me into, and what we did last year, um, I, I we did a, an Oktoberfest showdown where we drank a bunch of Oktoberfest beers and we ranked them. I guess, I guess that's what we ended up doing. I don't know that that's fair, but we, we made them compete against each other. Oh, the, the, the ever, uh, the, the ever, um, <laughs> I think we ranked them is what ended up happening. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was questionable. It, well, the the problem is, <laughs> how do you how do you take a fest beer and put it up against uh, Martin, and how do you take a beer that straddles the line between the two and put them up against both of them? I agree. And I would have never done it, but it, hey, you tried. Well, I tried. I tried, and I failed. <laughs> it falls out very quickly because it doesn't fall into a category, and it it, it very quickly isn't a marts and very quickly isn't a fest beer right that's not to say i don't like to drink the beer and that's that's the problem with it all is that um what are you looking for in an oktoberfest what are you looking right. for in 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 this this season this style this these styles i guess and uh i think you guys have nailed what it's supposed to be about but then you put it up against other beers, and then it gets confusing, and right. nobody knows what it's supposed to be. And uh, I don't know. It's a, if you're if you're trying to give it like some kind of star rating or put it up against other things, it becomes very difficult. If you're just trying to say, "Hey, man, do you like hanging out outside and drinking this beer out of a liter stein, and <laughs> you know, putting your arm around your friend with a big pretzel around your neck and like singing and stuff? Is this fun? Uh, yes, this beer is. This this beer's fun. Uh, the thing that I like about our production team is that they're not necessarily worried, even though that Luke is BJCP certified or whatever the homebrew competition is, um, he's a judge, but they're not worried about fitting fest beer guidelines or Mars and guidelines. They're just focused on making a really great beer. And the benefit of that is that 
their full creative abilities come to light from that, which I really yeah. enjoy. Like they essentially start from scratch and figure out what they're looking for, how to get to that point of beer that they're looking for. And they just hit it out of the park. The thing that blows my mind is that, you know, we've been open for about a year and a half now, so we are starting to repeat some recipes. But a lot of these recipes that are first-time brews, like, these guys just brew 30 barrels of it off the rip, no testing. That That's bonkers to me that they can do that. I don't know how it works. I've never brewed a day in my life. It makes no sense to me. I test everything in my life before I do it, let alone, <laughs> let alone so like thousands of dollars and like so much time putting into something for them to just craft a recipe that they've never brewed before, brew 30 barrels of it, and to have no misses is unbelievable. This beer is incredible. It's I can't, so I keep teasing it. I think I'm actually going to do it this Friday, but I keep talking about how I'm going to do, like, my visit a couple, like, bottle shops and Kroger's and actually grab all of the Oktoberfest. The one that I've been waiting for, and I'll throw a little bit of a nod to these guys, my, one of my favorite Oktoberfests ever is High Wires. So I've been waiting for them to drop theirs, and then, It's out. I know. So I think I'm going to start this Friday. It's one of my favorites of all time. I think they won a gold medal at GABF a couple of years ago for Marzen. But They're it's also, it's it's a very different game brewing for GABF than it is brewing for people sitting out here in the beer garden in the sun, just it, pounding beer and having fun. Like, it's a whole different game. I almost disagree. There are a lot of people who brew specific beers for GABF, but... Everything that we brew is just with the intent of a really good beer. And in sure. our in our opinion, that translates to consumers and into what would be, like, beer judges and whatnot. But it doesn't. Like, this beer won't, wouldn't win GABF for Martin or Fest Beer. That's, that's probably fair. Because it, it toes the line. And that's not to say it's not a great, it's, it's a fantastic beer. But it can't win either one of those categories because it toes the line in between the two. And somebody else will just be a little bit better Martin, and somebody else will be a little bit better Fest Beer. And that it doesn't not to take away from this and what this is. This 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 translates really great for what I want to drink, but for a like a festival like that, it just doesn't. And people are trying to judge it based on styles. That's valid. It's. Sucks. It's bullshit is what it is. Can I say bullshit? Yeah, sure. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At the end of the day, I I think uh, this style is, um, it's one that is is super open for interpretation, which is uh, why it's always one of the most fun discussions for me. Yeah. what do you think of the timing? Oh, I was just about uh, to ask him. No, I know. Give me a date that you want Oktoberfest released. August 1st. Okay. I want a beer. August 1st, I want to be able to grab my Oktoberfest. I'm if it's here. out a little bit before that, I don't care. I'm here for that. I may not buy it before that, but I want it there so that when August hits, there it is, and there I've got it. <laughs> it's funny. We if thought we were releasing. Pumpkin's a whole different category. That's Yeah, we oof. don't even need to go there. Um, I don't like pumpkin beers. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm about to just reach over and touch a button because whatever wah. button I hit, I'm just <laughs> yeah. That was that was one of the pleasantries when like someone brought up pumpkin beers is that none of us like pumpkin beers. Granted, we're all you know we're all trying to make really good beer and uh, appeal to people, but yeah, I, it, it was I nice do. to know that we aren't going to make a pumpkin beer anytime I, soon. I, I do like pumpkin beer. I think it's fun. I think it's very seasonal, and it's uh, that's when fair. You're, when you're hanging out on Halloween or Thanksgiving or something, it is fun to have a pumpkin beer. The only times I want it. Yeah, I, I go. Uh, here's my thing with pumpkin beers, and I used to I used to drink a lot of them uh, for a while. Uh, I think, and I don't know if it's just as I've evolved as a as a beer drinker. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, um, but I now want six to eight of them a year. Sure, uh, and it's generally over like a ten day span, uh, and then I'm out, and That's then fair. I'm done. Uh, I I like uh, a pumpkin flavor. Uh, I don't want it to be a pumpkin uh, drink with a little splash of beer. Like, I still like a little bit of, of beer element to it. Right. Um, and I think it's tough to do. I think it's a tough balance. It is uh, tough. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be something we'll do, although I'll never say never because... We'll probably end up with doing it eventually. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we do a lot <laughs> Don't of, never say never yeah, because right. then I will pull the quote. <laughs> we, we do too much weird stuff to ever commit to yeah, doing and, anything. Yeah, and who's to say we wouldn't do if, uh, you know, we have DeVito down there. We have a 10-barrel 
opportunity to do one-off stuff. Um, it's not happening this year. I can pretty confidently say that. It was actually an easy decision. Yeah, exactly. Um, as we grow and, and, and demand is there until there's more tank space, we don't, we don't really have the opportunity to do a ton of crazy brands right now, and that right. certainly was an easy one for us not to lean into right now. Yeah. But back to Oktoberfest, we, we thought we were releasing ours early. Turns out everyone and their mother was releasing theirs the same week, so we felt pretty good about that. Uh, I think ours was the 22nd of July, Justin. You said that date to me the other yep. day. Um, a tad early maybe, but we, I think we hit the mark at the appropriate time. I think our, August 1st is the time that I started drinking Oktoberfest as well. I know Chase went on a bit of a rant that it should be produced later, but um, yeah. it just is what it is. I know O'Brien's was saying that they got some like starting like early July. Like if you're like if it's like you're closer to July fourth than you are August first, you probably shouldn't be having Oktoberfest. But I'm of the opinion that I would drink Oktoberfest all year. I know people say that about seasonals all the time. It's like, oh, I would drink Christmas beers all the time. Well, would you? I actually would drink Oktoberfest well, year-round. So Northern Road makes a Martzen year-round. Really? That's in, awesome. In theory, they have not actually had the tap room open for an entire year. But okay. Their they're plan right now is to have a Martzen year-round. I respect so. it. I respect it. I love it. It's one of my favorite styles. Uh, so you So just to be clear, you would drink it year-round. Yes. I would. Would, you, would. would I drink it less than what I do now during Oktoberfest season? For sure. Because I almost exclusively drink Oktoberfest right now. But maybe. Would I get a shift beer of Oktoberfest two or three times a week? Yes. So so you're the marketing guy here, right? Oh, from a marketing perspective, you got to name do it, it something else. It's got to be <laughs> just a German lager. Yeah, we, we, we cannot have an Oktoberfest <laughs> year round. That would be horrible. Okay. But we'll never but do the that. the actual beer itself, you, you call it something else, and it could survive in April just because it's a great beer. You just have to call it something else. Yeah, yeah, I think I can. This is our spring I, German lager. I, and I, think and I, I could <laughs> probably get behind this. I actually, there is there is a brewery I know that I, I, won't, I won't say by name because I don't know if they <laughs> want people to know this. Um, I won't even say where they're located. Um, However, I will tell you that, that I know that they brew their Oktoberfest twice a year. They brew their Oktoberfest during what, what is known as Oktoberfest season, and then they brew it again in the summer, and they call it Summerfest. <laughs> and it's literally the same love beer. It. I love and it so they, much. <laughs> and they call the style in the summer, they call it a, uh, I think they call it a, a German lager or a red lager or <laughs> summer lager Perfect. or something. And at, to, to y'all's points, that, that's... It's interesting to me because to to your point, um, that uh, that's that's brilliant. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it, and I will market it. I love uh, it so much. Yes. So so you're a fan of Sonder Oktoberfest. What are some other Oktoberfests around town that that you find yourself dipping back into the well? Oh man, there are so many. Everything is so good, especially this year. So many people are putting them in packaging, and like it's, it's we're we're just like a wash in this Oktoberfest joyous like seasonal happiness thing that's happening i think this is one of those scenarios where we are blessed to be in cincinnati 100 so, so, sometimes 100%. we take it for granted like sometimes i don't realize how good of a beer town this is until i travel a little bit there's just so much good local beer uh so i um got my first chance to try braxton's Oktoberfest tonight and it october is fuel october fuel it is insanely good. Like okay. it, like it's it's always been good, and it, it clearly it won our October thing. We won't talk about that, but <laughs> it is so good. Danny, this have year. you listened to said podcast he's referring to? <laughs> I don't think so. All right, well, I'm not. I'm not getting the references. We, but uh, they I'll send you a link. I am, put I, it in the show yeah. notes. I, I am a normal Cincy Brewcast <laughs> listener, though. Was it last year? Did it I was just, last, it was last year. Last it? It was last year. It was, by the way, it was quite controversial was, with our brewing team. Broke my heart. It was, broke uh, my heart when I, I, I think it was probably a crowler that I was drinking, and as soon as I cracked it open and tried it, I said, oh "My God, this isn't going to even come close to, to to winning this thing." Even though I know that this is probably one of the top beers that I would drink as far as Oktoberfest go, <laughs> because they did it. He it's, did it. He did it with with Joe. Okay. <laughs> And they did it. They did it. I had thing. to have listened to this, but I oh. must be blanking out. Oh, we, I don't, I we don't talked the, about it. I, I know you've listened. I don't. To it. I don't it have was, the greatest memory. So it was. I mean, it had to be. It had to be pretty close to when we came <laughs> for the Oktoberfest. It, had it to be was. Like, it like was a couple weeks before. That. It was. 
Uh, so for those that have, I'll give you a plug here. For those that haven't listened, you should go back last year, listen to the Oktoberfest bracket that they did. Um, it was the, the reason I like to no, bust. cringing over yes. here. And the reason I like to bust your balls about it is because you were doomed going in. Well, I never do that. I never, I, I never put beers against each other because I know that it's always, you're, you can't win. And yeah. this was what the, I like and what you like, it's not the same thing. By the way, I, I have done this. Chase and I actually did it uh, before we opened the brewery here. And, um, we did this like blind tasting. We had like eight other guys and we brought all this. Here's the problem. And I, I learned it that night and I still will do it every year. I do it. Um, the problem with this style is the interpretation of this style <laughs> is, is so it? wildly different. Yeah. It's like we've talked about. So you can't say, all right, I'm putting this one against this one because you might get a Merzen versus a Fest beer, yeah. and it's whatever you're feeling while you're drinking those two. Exactly. I, I have a take, by the way. Exactly. So I, I've been doing a little bit of research, you know. Okay. So I think I like a higher percentage of Marzen's. But I will take a good fast beer any day. I, I, I think I agree with that. <laughs> okay. So is, there, so is there another style that you look forward to like you do Oktoberfest? Bach. I mean, it's okay. Bach and Oktoberfest, two styles that I look forward to like that. I think I just hit Cincinnati beer drinker bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I like Oktoberfest. I like Box. I think we're good. Get a beer? Are you guys going to do a get a beer? You should Ooh. do get a beer because that is a Cincinnati thing, evidently. I haven't had that, actually. <laughs> it's, actually it's pretty good. It's like a smoked lager. Oh, I don't like smoked beers. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's can't, I can't get over it. I like um, smoky beers. What about Cincinnati <laughs> chili? I mean, I do I'm like out Cincinnati. on that. I do did you like try the, the Taft's version, the, the Cincinnati chili border? I'm sure it's great if you love Skyline. I, but I didn't it, grow up here. I'm just like... I'm, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I didn't. I'm, I didn't grow up here, but fine. I claim that Skyline adopted me. Oh, so you are you a Skyline guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once a week. Once a week. Oh, yeah. Oh. You eat Skyline once a week? Yeah. So, I've never known this. Oh, yeah. I have a three-year-old at home that only eats like a handful of meals because she's three. Uh, one of them is spaghetti and meatballs, which is big chunks of meat with no sauce. And spaghetti. <laughs> the no sauce. We won't, we won't argue. I, that's her cousin's fault. She says she doesn't like sauce, even though I know she does. Whatever. But one of the other big uh, peanut butter sandwiches, she likes uh, cheese quesadillas. Evidently, that's the one thing dad can make better than mom is cheese quesadillas. Like, okay. A ton of butter. Yeah, just a lot of butter, a lot of cheese. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but the, the, the big one, Skyline. My daughter will like how Skyline, like, you, like you, you've never seen a kid do this. She'll like, you make the big plate of it, and she just takes a little fork, a little tiny fork, because her mouth isn't big or something. <laughs> and she just, and, and she just, and you make it at it home. In. You make it at home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you get the frozen stuff. I don't even know what this is. It's, like, it's yeah. frozen Skyline. You heat it up, and it looks goofy, and it's not as good as when you go there. But man, she loves it, and she's. She I'm more of a cans guy, but I get see, it. She just shovels it in. You, yeah. you, you have you even have Skyline at home, Danny. Oh yeah, I get. So I actually so like good. I like the uh, cans that have the spaghetti in it because you just add cheese to it. It's yes. great. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's it's. I recognize that it's disgusting. It's just you get oh, this yeah. can. Unless Skyline wants to sponsor this this podcast, <laughs> no, and then I'm I mean, all in. I mean, no. I'll eat it once a week. <laughs> I, 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 don't get me wrong. So bad, Skyline haters. Totally get it. It's, it's so good. If, if you're not if you're not into if you're not into like people are gonna get mad at me for this, but it's like kind of true. People get really mad when they call it meat sauce. It is kind of meat sauce. If yeah, not, yeah it, you know what? Wait, people are mad about that. Yeah, that's like, what it is. It's well, not chili. Well, they think that that's like well, it, it is chili. I don't know. Yeah, but meat sauce sounds meat sauce sounds gross. We don't need Cincinnati to, chili. That's we what we call it. Yeah, we don't need to get into the semantics, but. If you don't like it, I get it. I totally get it. I, like, this not, is, not, this a, is, not a sword I'm dying on. One thing we can be certain of is that Skyline is no Taco Bell. Oh, that boy. is 100%. I, I know Taco Bell is listening at this point. Uh, they have I hope to be. So. They, they have to they've be. They've got to be. Like, what, what the hell is this thing? They're, they keep tagging us, and like, there's they, people. If they're not, then we just got to get to the point when they are. Well, yeah. How or, do we do that? Another Taco Bell rant. Uh, or or we stage a large event where we just take <laughs> packets of Taco Bell sauce and we stomp on them until they pay attention. 
I'm here the, for that, by the, the way. The Diablo sauce is so good. Uh, I, so I'm a fire good. guy, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I stepped up I'm to the I'm kind of Diablo. a baby. I do mild. The new mild. grilled cheese burrito, yeah. It doesn't though, taste like anything. For those that haven't <laughs> had grilled, the new grilled cheese okay, burrito. I had that on Saturday. It was really good. I told you. <laughs> no I told Friday, you. Sorry. The Doritos Locos, whatever those things oh, are. Doritos it's a, Locos a Burrito tacos? with a taco in it. You're speaking our language now. Yeah. Specifically, Justin. Can't stop. Two grilled cheese burritos and two Doritos Locos tacos. I don't even care. So, again... I have I have a three year old and a four month old and my life gets crazy. Sometimes my three month my, my three year old says, "Go to Taco Bell, Daddy. I need Taco Bell." And I say, "Okay, we'll go to Taco Bell." And I go to Taco Bell, and then it's like an hour before I actually get to eat my Taco Bell. Of There's course. all kinds of things that happen in between. Yep. I don't care how long that Doritos Locos Tacos sits and gets it's soggy. Great. It's still so good. <laughs> I, I actually have a, a connection point of Taco Bell to you, Gnarly Gnome. Oh, boy. Oh. There's, there's probably a lot of those. Oh. I spend a lot of time at Taco Bell. It's got a parking so, spot. It's got so, my name on it. It says Gnome. I didn't realize this was the bridge of your guys' friendship with so Taco this Bell. This is a true story. So, uh, this dir- is the worst Saunders stories ever. <laughs> or the best. Who knows? <laughs> so during uh, the shutdown, we uh, were running home deliveries, and I had just executed the last delivery of the day, uh-huh. and I called into your show. If you remember, this was like I, oh, a, I remember it was like a weird moment, and we were in the middle of an interview, and I was <laughs> starving. You were at Taco Bell during the <laughs> listen, interview. That's amazing. You know this <laughs> during the, during the interview, I actually muted you while you were asking me one of the questions, and I placed my order in. The <laughs> This is the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. This is the most Justin thing of all time. I can't believe I've never heard this story. Are you kidding me? You muted Gnome while you were on the podcast to put your Taco Bell order in? 100% should have just left it up. Oh, my God. I was so hungry. But it was a serious interview, so I couldn't just be like, hey, give me a second. Like, we were talking about the state of the industry. So how do you feel about, like, having to uh, to, to, to make do with uh, this, this shutdown? Well, I don't mean to ignore you. Are, uh, hello, can I get two cheesy gordita crunches? Yelling uh, into the mic halfway through the interview. I've heard a lot of things. Work. I've heard a lot of things in the last, like, I don't know, six months. That's the best. Best. <laughs> Easily. That is amazing. Good gosh. I forgot all about that until you, until you started talking so, about it. So, Taco Bell, this is your chance. Right. I mean, Taco Bell could sponsor this podcast for apparently as low as a cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> Taco just, Bell, our host, our host will hop onto other podcasts <laughs> order while they're on the podcast. That's how committed we are to the brand. <laughs> All right. Unbelievable. So, uh, what's your? So, let's just dive into I you. I can't. I can't even learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna just. Uh, we're gonna get to know Nar- no gnarly gnome a little bit here. So, we know you love Oktoberfest beer. I do. Um, we know you love podcasts about podcasting. Podcasts about yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we know you also love Taco Bell. I do love Taco. Who doesn't? Um, we know you love Skyline. Uh huh. Um, give me uh, your last meal. Last meal. That's so, tough. so if you knew this was your last the, meal, the way you worded that, I almost thought it's like, "What have you eaten most recently?" <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm sorry for the I confusion. Had, kind of a weird question. I had, I had like really, a sandwich for lunch or something. No, really, really beautiful. No, uh, I can understand the English confusion. muffin with prosciutto and cheese, and uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, that wow, that's a really bad uh, interview question, right? Uh, give me the if you had you knew it was your last meal. This what are you eating? Am I cooking it or somebody? Cooking? Am I in? Like, Ooh. am I on death row? Either or. Like, I guess if you want to, you get your it. choice. Okay, so if I'm cooking it, it's steak. I'm, I'm okay. cooking myself a big giant ribeye, like real thick, and then with I'm, what to drink? This is the important question. We're <sighs> drinking with the gnome. What are you drinking for your last cocktail slash beer slash anything? It's a pilsner. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to pick a oh, no, certain you, no, pilsner. No, that's fine. It's a, a pilsner. pilsner. Okay. I'll say a pilsner right. with a big. Giant, thick ribeye, bloody, Love it. like a yep. big, juicy steak, and then a baked potato, and that's a all I potato. need. Baked potato, okay. That's all I need. All right, I respect it. Uh, I'm kind of getting more into the cooking steak thing. I love oh, cooking yeah. steak. I, I unfortunately have it. to do it because I live in a third story apartment with no balcony, so I have to like do it on my like skillet. But I'm no, getting pretty good. You have cast iron? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can cook a better steak on a cast iron. 
before Oof. I get the emails, Oof. then you can cook <laughs> on a grill. Uh, to you, be clear, that is uh, what at cincybrewcast.com. <laughs> you, you load it up with butter. and Yeah, then, I go heavy and, on the butter. And, 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 I'm and from the Midwest. Some rosemary, <laughs> a little bit of garlic, and you just keep dumping that butter on top as it's cooking. You I'm just, with you. you keep oh, yeah. thing, man. You at keep home on the cast iron? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I, I, have so a, I have a Traeger, so I, I, I cook it. As on, do I. Yeah, okay. And you would rather cook it inside on the cast iron than in the Traeger? He said he didn't have oh, a Traeger. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> I, right. No. Yeah, no. I'm getting better at it. I think I still... You can, s- to, your, to your point, sorry to cut you off, to You're your good. point, I just want to clarify, you can cook it inside. You can cook a yeah. hell of a steak inside. It's true. On I'm getting a, there. On, 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 a, on a, you know... I don't know that I've ever iron. answered that question. Y- your last meal? It would have to be pizza. I mean, I know it's pizza. What's oh, God, on the yeah, pizza? pizza? Yeah. Can I, pr- I get a pizza next to my steak? Sure. Is that sure. an option? Sure. I, probably, I probably would do, I mean, if I can have it delivered. And Skyline. Oh, and Taco Bell. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd probably just want a straight-up pepperoni pizza. Just a pepperoni pizza, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, sign me up. Okay. A good pepperoni pizza is just king to me. If I knew it was my last piece of pizza of all time, I'd have green pepper and onion, and I'd have it be deep dish. Okay. Uh, Mine would be New York style. Lou Manadis from Chicago. We've talked about this. Yeah. I, I just had to throw that back out How, there. Oh. So uh, where did, tell our <laughs> listeners, help our listeners understand, where did Gnarly Gnome come from? Oh, that's so complicated. So, no, the gnome came before me. Like, so I, I when, when I got my first apartment, it was this neat little place, and it was cool, and I had, you know, it was really sleek and you know modern and then my mom came and she bought me this gnome larry that's what i call him that's his name he still lives in my flower bed and he pull him inside before he falls apart larry the lawn gnome and he hung out he was by my door and he was a doorstop and then i had this gnome that just hung out right when everybody walked in my apartment and then somebody said hey you've got gnomes here's another one and somebody else said hey You've got a bunch of gnomes. Here's more. <laughs> Eventually, and it they, just turned into just you just started, became the gnome guy. Yeah, I just became the gnome guy, and the people just started there, there giving are worse me gnomes. things to be known about. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so then I got married, <laughs> and and my wife was patient with the gnomes. We, they lived on top of the cabinets in our kitchen. We had this townhouse, and they were cool, and they were all lined up, and they had like I don't know, like leafy plant things in between them and stuff, and it was very. Uh, uh, very um, aesthetic. She she did her thing, her 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 wife thing. Then we bought a house, and she said, "This has to stop." <laughs> the gnomes, she drew the line. The gnomes have to go, and they moved down to the basement. And um, they lived down in the basement, which was uh, kind of a partially finished basement for a, for a very long time with a bunch of gnomes. Then uh, eventually, I said, "This has to stop." I'm building a bar in this basement, <laughs> <laughs> so I built a bar. And I got the bar partially finished. It's still partially finished. And I sat at the bar, and I was sitting there drinking. I'm like, this bar needs a name. Like, as soon as you finish your bar, you need to name your bar. It has to have some kind of personality to it. I'm sitting there just racking my brain trying to figure out, and I look up. And there's just all these stupid gnomes staring at me, <laughs> like, all over the basement. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's the Gnarly Gnome Tavern. <laughs> Can confirm. I've seen the so gnomes I in love the that, that happened. They're everywhere. Like, they're hidden away in little, like, nooks and crannies now at this point. But Which is even of, better. There's a lot of gnomes. Yeah. Yes. So then when the blog started, which is a whole other story that is told plenty other places, <laughs> the, the blog started, and I'm like, oh, I need to name this blog. I don't want it to be about me. I need to have somebody else that this is their thing and some kind of character. I'm at the bar, and then like the gnarly gnome. Te- oh Jesus Christ! It's the gnarly gnome, <laughs> the gnarly gnome. dot com, <laughs> and then it just stuck. It just became, and that is. Now, I love it. And now, like I'm pretty sure that the gnarly gnome is more me than I am me. <laughs> so, he has taken over. So I guess to my previous point, you were anonymous for a while. I was semi. I was always a uh, well, like to the semi. public, I should say. Yeah, like, like obviously people in the breweries and whatnot that you were interviewing knew who you were personally. What kind of changed your mindset as far as, like, making the videos about Prost and whatnot? It didn't. Like, I still don't like it. Like, okay. it still feels weird. And um, I love those videos, by the way. I, do. I think I, they're great. It's fun. I think it's, I think it's a neat way to kind of connect people to the beer, and, like, I enjoy it, but um, I still don't feel comfortable with it. I don't like... 
and it's weird. It, it doesn't feel comfortable, like with a camera in front of you, knowing that people are looking at you. I like, I like being anonymous. I like being this this gnome. I like I like the fact that he separates me from all of this. Even though, like I've you know, in the last year or so, I've kind of let people behind the curtain a little bit, told people about my family life and my kids and all that stuff. It's weird. It doesn't. It doesn't feel good to me. Um, I. I mean, I'm personally a fan. I think it's. Uh, it's probably a tad bit more personal, and I think people probably, you being as open as you are, people relate. You know, whether they're in your circumstance, yeah. have been, could potentially in the future. I think it's something that, I've and you know our. Our podcast is maybe a bit too authentic at times where, you know, we put people under the curtain. um, We really let loose. But I think that's what people appreciate and they understand kind of the, you know, the person behind the voice and the persona matters as well, right? So I think getting a... (laughs) And we, I mean, we've mentioned it how many times in this podcast, giving people a peek under the hood. I think giving people a peek under the hood is interesting, and it builds depth, right? It was almost to the point with me of um, letting the gnome take over, and then the gnome, whoever he is, turning around and being like, you're stupid. Like, why aren't you letting people in on this side of of why this is the way it is or why, you know, the show is a day late posting. Like just tell people what's going on. And like this idea of this this persona and trying to put yourself in that that brain and that head of here's what the gnome the gnome is and here's what the gnome stands for and what the gnome uh represents. What would he do? <laughs> right. That's and such then, a delicate then, balance though, man. And then That's he, so tough. And then he starts to consume me. And then, like, the, the gnome, and what the gnome is, you start to realize, my God, like, I, I'm, I'm holding, this is, this is, like, my uh, therapist is going to be. Uh, it's like a very meta <laughs> moment. Like, I, I, I have, I, I serve the gnome. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not the gnome. Like, when I, at the end of every Cincy Brewcast, I say, this is, you know, the voice of Cincy Craft, which, which was a, a tagline that Mike Cisneros coined. He said, you know, the show, it's the voice of Cincy Craft, you know, you put your ear where your beer is. And he had all these little fun taglines. But that's fun. I never heard that before. But the voice of Cincy Craft was who we were. But the more that I dove into the show and I dove into the gnome and I dove into the blog and the podcast and the YouTube shit and all the Instagram and all that stuff is the voice of Cincy craft. Isn't me. It's all of these people that I'm talking to and the stories right. that I'm telling. And that's the voice of Cincy craft. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a vessel of the gnome or the voice of Cincy craft or whatever it is. Like that's, I just serve I serve the master, whatever that is. And, like, it becomes so, 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 so complicated. But I, I, I just try to... Uh, <laughs> I think it, I think it's even a bit more clear now, Justin right? just tore the table apart. <laughs> I was trying to lift up the mic and it just came, it just came He's up. He's got to have something important to say about Taco Bell. <laughs> I, I, I live to serve the, uh, the end goal. And the end goal is to, to give a voice to... Cincinnati craft beer, Cincinnati drinking. We'll put it that way because of the the, the road that the gnome is going. But um, uh, it's it's never been about me, and I like I knew that from the beginning. But it has just becomes more and more clear every day that goes by, and every show. What's well, a cool I community do. that you get to kind of be the mouthpiece for, right? Which is which I, is I'm, pretty I, cool. I don't want to say that I'm the mouthpiece though, even though like I'm providing the avenue for people to be the mouthpiece. I'm not the mouthpiece. That's fair. I, I think am, that's a fair I'm, way of I'm of the uh, the avenue I guess for people to uh, to give themselves the voice. Like there's you guys have a great you don't uh, you would never have to come on Sensi Brewcast. You would never have to be featured on the, the the blog or anything because you guys do great. You guys you guys you could get it. You you get how to connect in these different ways. That's not true for everybody, and that's not true for everybody from day one. Maybe it takes them a year to figure that out in their own way. That's my role, like to fill that gap for them and to find to, to give people a place where it all comes together into one kind of 
cohesive thing. It's complicated. I love that so about you, though. I think, and I relate, I, I joke with people that, you know, my job here is to emphasize and showcase how talented our team is. And I love that about us. And it's a similar it's a similar thing for you. You live in this amazing beer community, and you're able to use your platform to emphasize all the incredible minds, ideas, and beers that are in this community. And even a funny story that I, it didn't really click with me until you and I were sitting there talking. So I, I had been following you prior to me even being at Sonder. I had loved the content. And then, you know, we'd become we'd known each other because of being in the industry and we did the interview at uh, Oktoberfest and Justin asked me to come on. They wanted someone else to be on the podcast with you guys. And then we were hanging out talking after the podcast and I had this like weird moment of, I don't know the name, the gnome's actual name. There's still, (laughs) there's still probably a lot of people that don't. Oh yeah. So I was like, we, we had known each other for almost a year before I actually had you in my phone as your name. I remember it was the three of us standing together right next to the tent here at Oktoberfest. I was like, hey, man, so, like, what's your actual name? <laughs> and it was just a funny moment. Obviously, it's been a year now. Like, we've become friends. I've hopped on the podcast a couple times. It's cool to see you really emphasize and really lean into this amazing community. I mentioned it earlier that, you know, we are blessed to be in this incredible beer community, and you're just giving a voice to a lot of people that are very talented, that are very inspirational, and you emphasize that, which is really cool. I love this industry. I love the the things that people are creating, and um, uh, I don't know. It's, like it's, it's good though. It's it's a fun it's a fun environment and a space that you create for people to to have that creative outlet, which is fun. All right, so. Uh, one of the other things we've been looping into the podcast, we're not going to, you, oh, you don't shit, get a forgot, free pass. I forgot again. I forgot again to add it up. You All don't right. get a free pass okay. here, so hit it. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Here tonight I'm wondering. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band? Some college town bar is not a So, Gnome, the way this works is that you are the guest of this podcast. You get two songs. So, let's do one that you're jamming to currently on repeat, maybe, and then an all time jam for you. So, that makes it harder. So, what I'm listening to currently is very. There's a really crazy, weird spectrum. So when I'm at home, uh, again, I don't know, I've probably mentioned it a few times in the show. I have kids. My three-year-old is a uh, nut job. Can I? Yeah, that might be mad. She's um, <laughs> she's special. <laughs> um, she's obsessed with The Lion King. And so the Lion King 2 soundtrack um she calls it the Kiara and Kovu song. I don't actually know the name of the song, but Ooh. they sing to each other. I don't, I don't know what it's called. Well, I, I know she's talking about the Lion Guard. <laughs> no, uh, no, not the Lion Guard. It's the actual Lion King 2. Is oh, movie. okay. I'm In sorry. that okay. movie, there is a whole separate No, Lion Guard is the show we, we, we watched one before bed. It's a whole different. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> but as far as songs, like it's this other song, and they sing to each other, and they love each other, and that I don't know what it's called. But that's, that is the song that by far plays in my house more than anything else over and over and over again. You, you did end up picking a song that will be a bit diverse to our very, very diverse podcast. It's true. Right. It's you know, true. Just look it up. Although it's hard because I don't think that one is actually on. Uh, so I use uh, iTunes, which actually, going down another tangent, I love Spotify. I love that you guys have your Spotify playlist. I have to like tag everything and then drop it into iTunes because I use Apple Music. Uh, yeah, I, I did think about that when we like committed to Spotify, but we're all Spotify people up here, so it like made the most sense, I guess. If you you have, can't please everyone. It's very easy to make a playlist in Apple. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that afterwards. So, <laughs> as far as what I am listening to, because that's what that guy is. Was he Toby Keith? Is that right? Uh, he sounds country. He was twenty. Oh, right there, right there. Yeah, no, that was Chris Stapleton. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Chris Stapleton. <laughs> he said, what, what am I, I listening to? And I, right now, 
It's not even a joke. I thought it was Toby Keith. <laughs> I, uh, right now, <laughs> stop, I can't, I can't be serious when you're laughing. Lion, lion, so you're listening to Lion King 2. Yeah, and Lion what King else? Two. And what else? Um, this time of year, the sun is out. I'm driving in my car. The windows are down. Um, it, Goldfinger. So I'm, I'm a huge, like, 90s, 2000s pop punk Yes, uh, I'm, let's I'm, go. Nut job. I knew I liked you now. Yeah, Danny's so happy right now. <laughs> Goldfinger's last album, they have a song called Tijuana Sunrise. Okay, and I'm here for you, it. If you get, like, this time of night, that sun is just getting ready to set. If you crank your stereo and you put Tijuana Sunrise on, you just, you want to turn around and go back to the bar and drink more. <laughs> I feel that I it's feel am, that. it's absolutely amazing. It's like it, it's it captures everything about that, that. I'm pretty sure I had that album on CD. No, this mm. is a this is the newest album. Oh, okay. This is from like probably last year, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't have it on CD, but all right. Well, is it all in P3s now or something. Yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> whatever. Like whatever. They I had the Goldfinger. Uh, I had the album that released. Uh, I had it on CD. It was probably like. 2006, 2007. Uh, yeah, the, the self-type Goldfinger. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Those okay. are like the primo yeah. years of like yes. pop punk oh, music. Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, Danny, what are you listening to? Uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of a throwback here. So I think I talked about it on my podcast a while back, but my favorite band of all time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've got your own podcast? Yeah. Uh, it was a while. Well, no, 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 no. He's, I think he's saying his story. His story. Yes. Oh, sorry. Jesus yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Own, if there's another had... podcast that I don't know about? <laughs> sorry, I should have been more specific. All right, all right, all right. Uh, but my favorite band of all time for emotional and just, like, enjoyment reasons is Yellow Card, a very, you know, pop punk, like, middle 2000s band. Uh, so during all this quarantine stuff, my big outlet has been disc golf. I'm an avid disc golfer. Um, I play in tournaments. I travel a little bit for it. I love that I can play by myself or with friends or, like, get very competitive and, like, be in a tournament and whatnot. Uh, and a song that I've really been listening to lately is Southern Air by Yellow Card. Mm, yeah. Come on with it. So good. Yep. It's actually one of their newer albums. I think it was, like, late 2000s or even early 2010s. Um, but just, like, you know, this Southern Air is all I need. Like, sometimes when I'm on the course, this is all I need. Like, this is what I need to, like, reset to, you know, have myself in a place that I feel comfortable and I love it. just, like, feel great. So that's a great song. I've got a um, very, very vivid, amazing memory of my wife's not listening, a girl. And the uh, <laughs> when Yellow Card was in town for, um, um, what was the... Uh, Dude, they're so good. Uh, no, what was the album? The uh, Ocean Avenue yeah, um, that, it, it's that that's, that, that's they, the they, song they, everyone knows. No, they, yeah, they played at Jillian's for that show. Right. We'll wait till the recording's off, and I'll, I'll tell you guys a story. <laughs> that, that girl so really taking man. advantage of oh, the fact man. that Mrs. Gnome definitely isn't oh, listening. To this. <laughs> Such a fun, it's a fun show. <laughs> uh, I have uh, Black Pumas, uh, Black Moon Rising. Okay, you turned uh, me on, on to Black repeat. Pumas, and I'm absolutely in love. Yeah, with I'm them. a huge fan. I'm not that familiar. Oh, it's so good. It's it's pretty soulful. Okay, um, little bluesy feel. Um, there's a little bit of rock there, a little bit of a little bit of soul. Yeah, I mean, I I I I love the Black Pumas, um, and the song Black Moon Rising. Um, I I have it on repeat right now. It's nice. uh, I talked about their. A few episodes ago, I talked about their rendition Fast of Fast Car. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's so good. It's on. Awesome. It has worked its way onto the uh, pool party playlist yes. in, in my house. Okay. So nice. when we're hanging out at the pool, and everybody keeps looking at me every time. Goes, who is this? I know, who, who's singing this? I yeah. know the song, but I'm like, Yeah, cause it's Pumas. just because it's cover, right? It's, and it, so it's a different rendition. It's, it's so great. good. Absolutely great. So, uh, yeah, so that's what, I've been, that's what I've been jamming out. Um, well, listen, this was a, a ton of fun. Thanks for being with us, Noam. Oh, I uh, appreciate you Thank and your you. friendship. Uh, what you do for Cincy Beer. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers, y'all.